Amen. Thank you, Pastor, and president of this great college, Pastor Hagen, Doug Graham, and Trent Redmond, special to me. I'm delighted to be here today. What an honor um, to be at North Central University. When we started, it was North Central Bible College in you know, Miller Hall. And I have with me today my wife, Gloria. We have been married for 53 years, and um, we have four children and eight grandchildren, and she has been an inspiration in my life. I don't think I could have made it this far if she wasn't by my side. Thank you, baby. Appreciate it. Um, when I came to Minnesota, I came in the winter. I'm from Alabama. I came in the dead winter. I got off the bus. I said, Lord, can I go back home? <laughs> it was cold here. Amen. But I'm delighted that I've gotten used to it now and thank God for it. Um, 50, 56 years ago, when I graduated from North Central, I was young, tall, dark, and handsome. And today... I'm old, tall, dark. What's the word? My first year at North Central, I remember the instructor was introducing the members of the class. And um, he said, all the Germans stand. A few Germans stood up. He said, all the Polish stand. A few Polish stood up. He said, Norwegian. My half of the house stood up. And then he says, all the Swedes stand. Everybody in the house stood up. So I stood up with the Swedes. And the guy behind me said, did you hear what he says? He said, yeah, I heard what he said, but today I'm a burnt Swede. <laughs> I want to share with you today my experience of 48 years in one church. And um, we started with my wife, Brother Dwight Palmquist, who's now a missionary in the Philippine Islands, has been there for 46 years on the field and um, doing a great work to the glory of God. Um, it has to be God for anyone to stay in one church for 48 years. You agree with that? I said it has to be God. How I remember Sister Strawberry and Brother Watermelon. They kept me praying day and night and crying out to God. Oh, my God. Our church was started in 1970 in an old burnout funeral home in North Minneapolis. And uh, this was during the time of the riots in the, in the, in the, in the 60s. And... They left an old coffin in this, his funeral home. And Brother Dwight is a very witty guy. He loves to have fun. So one day I had to go downtown and get some supplies for the building. But now when I left, he said, I'm on, I'm, I'm on, when he comes back, I'm going to be really surprised. Well, what he does, he goes next door and borrows one of the neighbor's kids 
and put him in the coffin and told him what to say when he, op- when he opened it up. He said, now, when he opened the coffin, I want you to say, praise the Lord. And I got back. Dwight says, uh, Pastor, what do you think of this coffin? You think we could sell it and give some money for missions? I said, that's a good idea. Why don't we do that? He said, well, look at it. I, I wasn't about to open it, but I was, I was looking at it. And so he says, open it up. And I was hesitant because I don't know what. It's been there many years and I don't know what could be in there. So I finally says, yeah, it looks good, Dwight. He said, well, open it. So I got enough nerve and I opened the coffin up. The young boy was laying there like he's asleep. He opened his mouth and said, praise the Lord. And I took off. Amen. That was quite an experience. One month later, we came to church, and there was a note in the mailbox that says, tonight at 10 o'clock, we're going to kill the preachers. That was Dwight and I and my wife. And, um, but um, Dwight was going to preach that night, and when Dwight got up to preach, I said to him, Dwight, preach good. This is your last night. His knees begin to knock up against the pulpit. We had one of those old-fashioned pulpits, and he was making a lot of noise. And, um, and then after about 9.15, we looked up the street. There was a whole gang of guys up, up the street with ball bats and guns and clubs, and they was headed toward the church. And so... We were waiting around thinking they're going to come. We, were, we had no fear because no, the God was with us. And, um, and so about 9.45, I said, well, it's time to go home. But the guys never came in the direction of the church. And the next morning, a little boy came, comes by the church. He said, hey, are you the preacher? I said, yes, I'm the preacher. He said, we were going to kill you guys last night, but somehow... We started towards your church, and we could not come. There was something that was holding us back. Hey, I know that was God. Amen. The Holy Spirit. Mm. Then I remember Brother Dwight and I went on a canvas, and the first time we went out to canvas in, in the area, and um, we knocked on the door. Two little boys come to the door. Who's there? I said, we're from the local church. What? I said, Dwight, what should I say? Ask him if his mother's home. Your mother home? The mother in the background. No, I'm not. But that didn't stop us. <laughs> Went to the next house. Knocked on the door. A lady says, come on, y'all, y'all the cops. Come on in here. Call us the cops. <laughs> And uh, we got in the house, and we said we were starting a church, a local church, a, a church up the street, and we'd like to invite your children to come to our Sunday school. And long and behold, she says, I have 20 kids. Take them all. And we started our Sunday school. <laughs> Amen. And then, um, and then our first year, we were robbed. We had students from North Central, and two guys come in with masks, and one guy says, 
get over by the wall. And, and the other guy says, listen, I'm going to hold God. Have, uh, all you ladies, bring your purses up here and put them on the communion table and pour it out. So they did. All you guys, take out your billfolds and we're going to uh, count this money. So fortunately, all the students from North Central didn't, was broke, didn't have no money. And the guy was holding the gun, and he says, man, let's get out of here. All we got is $2.26. Well, that was quite an experience. I could go on, but I just want to share a little bit today about 48 years in one church, longevity. When we moved to the area... We had a lot of comments that says you will never make it. But we didn't let that stop us because if God put us there, he's going to see us through. And there are three scriptures that I, I, I quote often in the ministry. That's Revelation 2.10. It says, be thou faithful unto death and I will give thee a crown of life. And then the other scripture I used daily was Nehemiah chapter 6 and verse 3. I am doing a great work so that I cannot come down. And the other scripture was Philippians chapter 4, verse 11. I've learned that whatsoever state I'm in to be contented. Those three scriptures have, have blessed my spirit down through the years. That God want me to be faithful to this ministry. He want me to, amen, uh, Hold on and fight the battle, and he'll give us the increase. Hallelujah. Now, there are two, two things that I credit the longevity of this ministry. Uh, number one, a consistent prayer life. Number two, you got to love the people. And I believe if you have a consistent prayer life, amen, you're going to See God work on your behalf. And if you love people in loving kindness, have ye drawn me. And I thank the Lord that these two things have really helped me in ministry is a consistent prayer life. We have a prayer meeting every day at 10 o'clock, every day for 44 years. And God have blessed tremendously to the glory of God. And I just give God the glory. I just give God the praise. Amen. And then loving people. You've got to love people. I still love Sister Strawberry. I still love Brother Cantaloupe. They gave me some hard time, but I still love them. I've been through the fire. Uh, you don't know my story like I do. The songwriter wrote a song that says, you don't know like I know. When the enemy came in like a flood, when it seemed like all hope was gone, God came in and took up and gave us a joy and gave us victory through all the trials that we've been through. Don't we serve a mighty God? Don't we serve a God that can turn mountains? Hallelujah. But you know what? The scripture says, no weapon formed against me shall not prosper. I've seen that. The devil done used all kind of weapons against us, but none of them have prevailed. 
God have always made a way. I still have, I still, I'm still here. Look at me. Still here. Amen. I still have my joy. Still have my praise. Still have my shout. I was, y'all, y'all quit too long. This morning I, I was getting ready to go. <laughs> I still have my dance. God is good. Hey, my wife and I, we started strong, and we want to end up strong. Amen. I know you don't, I know I don't look like what I've been through. Now turn to somebody and say, you don't look like what you've been through. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. God is a keeper. He, he's helped me through so many trials and hard times in my life, and I just thank the Lord. The Bible says in Psalms 35, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Hallelujah. Under our ministry, thousands of souls have been saved, thousands baptized in water, thousands baptized in the Holy Spirit, thousands joined the church, thousands left the church, over 250 weddings. Over 300 funerals, over 230 baby dedication. The trips I made to the jail is well over 100. The trips I went to Perkins, I lost count. <laughs> I want to leave with you today what has helped me in this ministry. One thing for sure, you cannot let the D's get you down. Everybody said the D's. Discouragement. Distractions. Disappointment. Depression. Direction. Disobedience. Defeat. Doubt. Demons. Dollars. And debt. Will you just turn to somebody and say, don't let the D's get you down. One more time. Come on. That's why I'm still here. I'm not going to let the D's get me down. I'm going to press my way. I'm going to hold on to God. If God be for you, who can be against you? Greater is he. That is in me, that he that is in the world. If God be for you, you're going to make it. Turn to somebody again and say, don't you let the D's get you down. You got a lot of debt, that's a D. <laughs> How many of y'all got some debt? That's all right. That's, that's a, don't let the D's get you down. You're going to make it. Amen. Now, if you pray, you will stay. If you fast, you will last. To God be the glory. I'm grateful to God. I love him. Amen. And I, I just want to thank the Lord today for the opportunity 
to be here and give God all the praise and all the honor because he has done marvelous things on our behalf. Would you lift your hand and say together, Lord Jesus, help me on my journey. Fight this battle. I'm in. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now help me say, don't let the D's get you down. Come on and say amen. Praise the Lord. I like that line. You don't look like what you've been through. This is a great reminder that a smile goes a long way and the joy of the Lord is our strength. Hey, we've got some time. Why don't you stand to your feet? The band is going to lead us in another song. And let's just worship and let's enjoy the presence of God with us again. Come down to the front. Let's end powerfully in this chapel service. Let's do it. Let's give it up for the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.